It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on thunder, your daily Oklahoma city thunder podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Welcome to the weekend episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making us a part of your weekend. And we've got summer league action tipping off. That's right. The Thunder gets started on Friday, July 6th. And that is when this podcast is being recorded. 4.30 Central Time, ESPNU. They're taking on the Charlotte Hornets. Then Saturday at 6 It's the Brooklyn Nets. They get a day off. Monday, it's Toronto. And then tournament play starts on Wednesday. And that runs all the way through Tuesday. And the Thunder probably got a pretty good shot of winning this summer league, depending on how much you want to play guys like P.J. Dozier, like a Terrence Ferguson, like Dakari Johnson. And how much do you want to get an opportunity to look at your rookies? I don't think it's really important to win summer league, but if the Thunder wanted to they actually could so we'll break down the summer league roster plus there's a guy I was disappointed not to see on the Thunder summer league roster but he landed in Indiana we'll tell you who that is in segment number one plus we'll we'll kind of talk about the psyche of Carmelo Anthony what is going through your mind at this moment knowing that your future with the Oklahoma City Thunder has probably been decided Where is that sort of leaving you now as a player? And where do you ultimately think that you are going to be the best fit? In segment two, we get into a lot of rumors and news and all the other stuff going on in the NBA. Some interesting stuff with Kawhi Leonard. Could Phil Jackson probably be resurfacing in Los Angeles? We'll touch on all that. And then finally, we wrap up segment number three. We'll go back to the Summer League, talk a little bit about Terrence Ferguson and how he didn't even know that Paul George was going to re-sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you don't know who I am, my name's Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City here 
for a while, and I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest, and um, Chuck Cheney's been very gracious to let me kind of glom onto them. You can see my handiwork for them on their YouTube channel. You can also hear my handiwork and see it at LockedOnThunder.com, which has a new look, by the way. We've updated the look to all the Locked On podcast websites. So the LockedOnSports.com, Locked On Cubs, Locked On Yankees, Locked On 49ers, um, Locked On Spurs. It all has kind of a new look to it, an updated look. So be sure to check that out and go binge listen to all the podcasts this week and get caught up on all my crazy thoughts about the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I want to get started today by saying I was very disappointed when looking at the Oklahoma City Thunder's summer league roster, not to see Bryce Alford on there. Look, I had no idea that Bryce Alford wasn't going to be on the summer league roster, but the dude landed in Indiana. Indiana starts off their summer league play against Houston. I was very interested to see how he progressed after having a good year with the Blue. And I'll admit... It's personal because he's the only guy on the Thunder roster and the only guy in the NBA right now that I had an opportunity to see play in high school and because of where I was working when he was in high school in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I had a chance to to follow him and see his recruitment. So I, I watch his career with great interest and wish this guy nothing but the best. So he's not on Oklahoma City sun, Summer League roster. I guess he could still end up with the blue, but whatever happens to Bryce Stalford, best of luck to you, man. I want nothing but to see you have have success. Now, as far as the, the Thunder League or the Summer League roster goes for the Thunder, if I can actually get the words out of my mouth, just looking at who you're going to want to keep an eye on, it's it's pretty obvious. You're going to want to see how much Terrence Ferguson gets to play and gets those valuable minutes to give us an idea of just how much he can contribute to the Thunder this year. I think for Dakari Johnson, this is a very important summer league because now that the Thunder have signed Nerlens Noel, I can't feel really comfortable about my place in this organization. And it sort of tells me that the Thunder, who have run with an overabundance of big man, also are a team that wants to spread the floor, wants to shoot more threes, and because Norland's Noel doesn't give you that, Dakari Johnson really doesn't give you that, how much is his future hanging in the balance? Kevin Hervey is a guy you're going to want to watch. And that, of, of the rookies, of the rookies coming in, he is the one that that I think has the biggest upside despite his injuries. 6'9", 230 out of UT Arlington. Devin Devin Hall is a guy that everybody's going to focus on there. And, um, well, Haramadou Diallo is in Las Vegas. And that trade goes through today. So I guess he's eligible to play on the Summer League roster. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him get in there. And then there's Michael Cobbins from Oklahoma State, whom we're all going to watch and root for just because he's an Oklahoma State Cowboy. And we want to see him do well. And for guys like a Michael Cobbins and some of the other guys I didn't mention, which I tweeted out the entire Summer League roster, a lot of what Summer League turns out to be is not that you're necessarily doing an audition for the team that you play for, but you're doing an audition for the 29 other teams that might be watching, that might be looking for a little bit of G League help, or might feel that you could fill a spot that they have open on their roster. And we know for the Thunder that 
that's sort of what guys like Justin Leon are at this point. Um, you know, some of these other guys, Dante Burton, I mean, for, from Iowa State. It all sounds good, the Thunder doing these guys a solid by bringing them in, but really it's the guys that they've already had in their camp that they're the most anxious to see, that we're the most anxious to see, and those are the ones that we know ultimately if there's going to be any shot of anybody on this team filling the gaps for the Thunder, it will be them. And I don't know, if you're looking for stronger opinions on Summer League, I just I just don't have any. It's Summer League, it's a lot of fun to watch, but most of the time, unless you are a lottery pick or a first-round pick, or you're the team I follow, I, I just don't get all that excited about what your future could be for the NFL or the NBA. And every once in a while, they're diamonds in the rough, but I kind of don't go into it with that mindset. I am, though, wondering what Carmelo Anthony is thinking as he gets up on July 6th at 10 a.m. Central Time. What is going through his head? Because his future with the Oklahoma City Thunder has been decided. It's just done. Carmelo Anthony is either going to play this year with the Thunder, play the entire season, or he's going to be stretched by August 1st, and he'll be out of here. And that'll be it for for his time. And if it's the latter, I guess you could trade him at the deadline, but I, I really don't see that. I don't see that being, as an, uh, being too much of an option, because if you're going to bring Carmelo Anthony into the fold, considering the fact that there's not a lot of three-point shooting, you either get him to keep him because you need his three-point shooting and you're going to play with him the entire year because he's accepted the role or you're going to get rid of him now and limp along and hope that something else comes along at the trade deadline to help to help you fill out that gap in your game. But your Carmelo Anthony, and let's just say it is the latter as I digress, and we talk about his future with the Oklahoma City Thunder or lack thereof, do you really want to go to the Lakers Because is the role with the Lakers any better than what they're giving you in Oklahoma City? I mean, are you the third option? Are you the the second option in Los Angeles with the way that roster's constituted now? And the Lakers having not made a trade for Kawhi Leonard and knowing that they need to develop some of this young talent around LeBron James to see if there's any hope at all that they can contribute to them winning a championship? Where does that put you? Because the Lakers, the, the Lakers are the strangest team in the association at this point. Because I don't know how you can look at their roster beyond LeBron James and say it's a win-now roster. And it has any hope of competing with Golden State, Houston, Oklahoma City, or Utah. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't see it. Maybe there's something I'm missing there. But does Carmelo Anthony want to put himself as the third or fourth wheel on that team that's going nowhere quick? Do you want to go someplace where, and I don't even know where that is now, because I think the Sacramento Kings want to rebuild, and Carmelo Anthony certainly doesn't help you do that. You can look at, how do you go to Dallas? Do, do you go to Houston? Do, do you go down to Houston to be a part of that team where, again, you're the third or fourth option because Eric Gordon's there and Eric Gordon can come in and start offensively for the Houston Rockets now that Trevor Ariza's gone. And Ariza, you lose a little bit of Ariza's defense, but obviously with Carmelo Anthony, you're not getting any defensive help. I mean, honestly, 
What do you want for your career, man? What is it that, that, that you crave so much that you cannot accept your role here in Oklahoma City and be the third scoring option to Russell Westbrook and Paul George? And some people say fourth, but I still see Carmelo Anthony as that third option that you've got to account for on the floor with the outside shooting. And if he goes away and you start Jeremy Grant, then there's nobody in that starting five other than Paul George that you really have to worry about nicking you from beyond the arc. So I don't get it. I understand I understand to an extent that you're having that sports end-of-the-career crisis. It's not even a midlife crisis. It's that end-of-the-year crisis where your career hasn't maybe necessarily panned out the way you thought it would. You've made a lot of money, but you haven't you haven't accomplished everything you want to accomplish and you still think you can give more than maybe what you can actually give. I get it. But I honestly don't know of a guy that is where he is in his career now. I honestly don't know of a team that is a better fit for him than what the Thunder are. I really don't. And and whatever conversations you had with Sam Presti and whatever decision you guys came to, I want nothing but the, I say that a lot, but I want nothing but the best for Carmelo Anthony just simply because I like the guy. But I do think that at some point, somebody has to talk to you. Reality has to sit in. And you have to realize that you're in a really good place here, at least for where your game is right now. And if you're willing to accept the role, you can contribute. Do the Thunder believe that paying $28 million for that role is worth it? Probably not. It's hard to imagine that they do think that paying $28 million for a third scoring option is ever going to be worth it. But for you, if that is what it is, accept the role, go on, be happy, make your money, and then contribute to this team. And hopefully you get an opportunity to go to the Western Conference Finals when all is said and done. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Coming up next, it's uh, around the association as we look at all the crazy rumors going on and why there is one guy whose name should never be mentioned again in coaching circles may unfortunately get an opportunity. And I'm so sick of this guy. We'll tell you who he is next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I'm Eric G. want to thank you for uh, joining me today and making me a part of your weekend. Thank you for listening to the last few episodes of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. We've had a lot of traffic to the website and the megaphone and everything else. So thank you. Thank you for making this a, a very successful, fun run for me as I cover the Oklahoma City Thunder. And now I'm doing so. In my fifth year, I raise my coffee cup to you today. Okay, Kawhi Leonard, let's jump all over that right now. Kawhi Leonard now wants to go to the Los Angeles Clippers. He wants to be the man in 
LA because he doesn't want to play with LeBron James, doesn't want to be the second fiddle, doesn't want to be the third will, whatever other cliche you want to do it. Dude, get your head on straight. You're already the man in San Antonio. That's a great place to be the guy. If you get traded to Boston or Philadelphia, you're not going to be the guy. Sorry, dude. If you want to be the guy, you've got an opportunity to do so in a really good organization. Why do you want to be the guy on the second team in Los Angeles? Why do you want to go be the guy for the Clippers? Because the Clippers always end up being the Clippers. They never, ever win championships. They never accomplish anything that we think they have an opportunity to accomplish. And eventually, the Lakers just overshadow them. For the the few moments that the Clippers can have, their 15 minutes of fame, which comes like, what, once every 10 years or so in Los Angeles, maybe five years, you get, a, you get a pocket of time that's Clippers, but it's always going to be a Laker town. So no matter what you do, no matter how successful you are with the Clippers, LeBron's always going to overshadow you. So you're just playing second fiddle. You don't have to worry about that in San Antonio. Whatever Greg Popovich is telling you, whatever the organization is telling you about what they're going to do, how they see you fitting in, you're team when you were working out at an undisclosed location in New York and they ran you off and hid you so the Spurs brass wouldn't find you. Whatever you feel like you're not playing, contributing, not wanting to be around your teammates, whatever all that is, just get that out of your head now and go play for the Spurs and don't screw up your career by going to the Clippers. And and if I'm the Spurs, I'm not thrilled about trading with the Clippers. The Lakers maybe because I feel like the Lakers have more assets than than the Clippers, but I'm not I, yeah, there's no there's no way that front office of San Antonio wants to do a deal with the Clips. It just doesn't it doesn't jive. It doesn't make any sense for them. If you want to do a deal, Philadelphia, Boston, Toronto, those are the three teams that that you've got to look at. And and here's the other thing I will say with Kawhi. Maybe all this is just bluster and noise. So eventually, a deal gets done with one of those teams. F. Phil Jackson. Screw this guy. Stephen A. Smith threw it out that the Lakers, and again, you know the relationship between Phil and Jeannie Buss, and I don't know if they're back together or not, or I know that they were broken up at one time. But he threw it out there that the Lakers dump Luke Walton and go get Phil Jackson. LeBron not speaking to Luke Walton at this moment. I hate this move. And I'm not saying that Luke Walton is a championship coach, although I think he did a really good job during his time as an assistant at Golden State. He obviously learned a lot from Steve Kerr, and he hasn't had that great of a roster to work with during his run with the Lakers. So give the my opinion is give this guy an opportunity. Let's see what he can do as Lakers coach. I'm just sick of Phil Jackson getting handed the keys to every Ferrari that's in the NBA. And he's always the fallback guy. When things don't go well for any team that's loaded with talent, you go to Phil because he's the talent whisperer. And Phil Jackson, look, I'm not going to say he's an overrated coach. He's not an overrated coach. You don't win that many championships and be overrated. But Phil Jackson did prove that he cannot build it on his own. He proved that in New York as president of the Knicks is that when it comes to talent evaluation, 
and who to bring in and not to bring in, Phil Jackson can't do that. And to me, that takes his value down as a legend in the NBA. Great coach, but not a guy I really want to bring into my organization because I want a guy that can evaluate talent better than Phil Jackson. And there's just something about that guy that shows up and says, hey, give me the job. Now that now that somebody else has done all the work, paid the dues, put in the effort, got guys' games up to speed, helped them become better all-around basketball players, there's just something about a guy like Phil Jackson being able to take over and succeed and then get all the praise for that that has never set well with me whatsoever. So I don't want to see Phil coach the Los Angeles Lakers. Unless, now, here's the here's the contradiction to that. If the Lakers aren't going to be as successful as I think they are not going to be, then yeah, I'm all for Phil Jackson getting it because maybe then Phil gets an opportunity to be exposed a little bit and we see that Phil isn't able to do it with a roster that has only one superstar and then a bunch of big guys that you weren't able to work together. Trey Young, Grayson Allen, if you haven't seen the, in air quotes, fight between these two, in Summer League, Trey Young got teed up. Him and Grayson Allen got tangled up. A lot of their teammates <laughs> weren't exactly coming to bail them out. Uh, I don't think it's that big a deal. I think it's one of those things that does fall under a slow news day. But Trey Young having a, a rough Summer League right now but the good thing is is that his roster gets a hell of a lot better when he gets an opportunity to play in the NBA and I don't think Trey Young is going to struggle as much in the association as he does right now in summer league there's going to be some definite growing pains and there's going to be questions about whether or not this guy should have been taken where he was and like even me I was a bigger Colin Sexton fan But ultimately, if you're asking me, give it a few years. I think here in about three, four years, I think Trey Young's going to be a hell of a player in the NBA. Don't know if he's an all-star yet or not. There's still major questions about him. But give him about three or four years, and I think Trey Young turns out to be fine. Coming up next, who on the Thunder did not know about PG signing? And what does that ultimately say about how players play things close to the best. We talk about it here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked on NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Getting close to the time to wrap things up here on Locked On Thunder. And I don't know if you saw Eric Horn's story in News OK, but Terrence Ferguson was not aware that Paul George was going to re-sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He found out via social media as well on his way to the party that was taking place in Edmond. And... I think it just goes to show you, for me, what what this says is it just goes to show you how close to the vest everyone loves to play it with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And why news like this only gets disseminated to a few people. 
And I know that that drives people nuts. Like, everybody wants... Here's the way Thunder fans are. Thunder fans want it now. They want the news now. And they sort of feel that if we don't have something new on Kyle Singler or or Carmelo Anthony's future, or if Terrence Ferguson cuts his finger in the bathroom, they, they feel like we're not... All the guys with microphones aren't doing our jobs. I will say to you right now, I'm not a Thunder insider. I never have been... And, and, but I always feel bad when I don't know that guys like Bryce Alford and sign with Indiana, and I, I miss tidbits like that. It drives me nuts because I scour the internet, you know, night before, day of, doing the podcast. I do everything I can to get information, and then when something falls through the cracks, it just pisses me off to no end. But that's a me thing, and hopefully I, I, I am still serving you well. I can tell you now that all the media here do a fantastic job of covering this team. And some have better information than others. Some some understand things better than others. Some are tighter with the organization than others. But they all work hard at doing what they have to do so they can get you out the information that you as a fan deserve to get. But covering the Thunder is a little bit different than covering some other NBA, NBA organizations because they understand loose lips sink ships and things just don't get out into the ether the way that they will for other organizations. So just know that like everybody's working hard, everybody wants to get that scoop, everybody fights for it with their sources. Some just get it before others and sometimes we all end up getting it at the same time. When I say we, I mean you as the fan as well. So just kind of pulling back the curtain and letting you know what's going on there. All right, first summer league game. Um again, this is being recorded on July 6th in the morning, so about 10 o'clock in the morning, we will, obviously, the first Summer League game is going to be played today. We'll be back on Monday talking about those first two Summer League games. We'll get ready for the season. Uh, maybe we know, hey, maybe we see Haramadu Diallo playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Maybe we get a good look at somebody who's going to stand out and show us something that we didn't expect and maybe there is some Carmelo Anthony news because everybody is in Vegas and has a chance to talk and maybe something leaks there but we whatever happens we will be back with it on Monday on the Locked on Thunder podcast thank you for joining us ELE everybody love everybody and as always peace love and thunder up you are Locked on Thunder your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast part of the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.